This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. You're talking theater or movies, folks. That's my wheelhouse. That's right. So I sold one of my kidneys and we yeah. bought us tickets right behind home plate. It's worth it. Under normal circumstances. Under normal circumstances. Bingo. Old dog can learn. You're right, right, right back in it, Tim. Thank nice. you. And welcome to Trivia Friday, also known as Learning University. University. And that uh, feminine voice you heard <laughs> is not Tim Wildman. That is Kendra White. Good morning, Kendra. Good morning. Lovely to be back with the esteemed professors. Ah, uh, esteemed. <laughs> My voice, that's Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman today, also joined by the pride of Owensboro, Kentucky. J.J. Jasper, good morning, J.J. It is so good to be here, and I want to start out by saying six out of seven dwarfs are not happy. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's the honest You're truth. Honest. Yes, it six is. Six out of seven dwarfs are not happy. Yes, and folks, for all of you who think that's funny, I've been listening to that joke all week long. <laughs> Every time J.J. stops somebody in the hallway that hasn't heard it, I'll hear him. But now that is genuinely joke, funny. Joke I did laugh you're. at that. Yeah. yeah. Is Corny the eighth dwarf? <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I, I, I can, bump right I can hear the song in my head. Corny the eighth I am, I am. <laughs> Corny the eighth dwarf. I am, I am. That Yeah, Henry. that's Henry the eighth from back in the 60s. I think you're that right. Song. Hey, and those of you that are watching um yeah if it snows here in the studio i'm gonna be ready yes <laughs> I'm, I'm cold nature got that puffy jacket me think, too I got yeah mine. i think the only thing missing is a scarf and some gloves you I'm, look like you're going out to change a tire or something <laughs> you're, you're ready or go snow skiing <laughs> hey it's good to be here happy friday to yes, everybody you made it uh, historic yesterday for patriots mm -hmm. for u.s freedom loving citizens where the supreme court said no to joe biden and Huge. stopped the illegal unconstitutional overreach of uh, his declaration like an emperor or a king or a dictator would say companies with a hundred or more employees must make mm. the employees take the shot so that was struck down yesterday and i'll tell you what there's some hope for america yes a lot of encouraging news. amen amen all right we what we're going to do here today okay is what we do try to do every friday and that is bring some learn we're going to drop some learning on you folks we each have three questions to ask you all right kendra how many is that total nine nine Ooh. questions all right off to a great start took off yes. my shoes to count that one <laughs> that's, that's right so folks uh by the way um jj was talking about if you've already tuned in and you are watching you can watch us do radio if you didn't know that here's how you can do it here's how you can join the millions of people who are watching us right now uh, or potential, the potential of millions <laughs> watching. You can go e go to either Facebook or YouTube, search for Today's Issues. That's actually the name of this program, Monday through Thursday. We call it Trivia Friday just because we're going to have some fun here. But click through and you can watch us do radio. Some of them just want to see what JJ's puffy jacket looks like. That yes, that's, described, that's right. So. That's right. Um, now, one of these nine questions... We're going to ask three each is a mystery question. And if you answer it correctly, you will hear this sound. JJ, what does that mean? That means you actually win a Learning University t-shirt. Those of you that are watching online, we're holding these up. 
three caricatures of Tim, Ed, and yours truly. It has a Learning University Trivia Friday, good-looking, athletic gray T-shirt. And, uh, I thought you were describing the people on the T-shirt. Well, that, that, that's <laughs> right. Yes, very good-looking athletic. And JJR and I are also gray. That's right. <laughs> uh, very athletic-looking guys on there. Um, yeah, it's a it's a fun conversation starter. Uh, it's a good way to win something this morning if you answer the question correctly and hear the cowbell. And if you don't win one, you can purchase one by going to our AFA store. And we have a new name, a new way to get there. Mm-hmm resources.afa.net resources.afa.net 15 bucks plus shipping that's actually a great price these days for t-shirts yes it is sure is all right folks here's the number to call if you want to get on this here show the number is 888-589-8840 that number again is 888-589-8840 we ask you to wait if you have been on the air with us in the last two months, not if you've called, if you've called and gotten on the air with us, please wait another week because we want to give as many people an opportunity to get on the program uh, as possible. Sometimes folks call for a long time and never do get on. We try to increase their odds. So if you've been on the program with us in the last eight weeks, please wait. Okay, I think I've got everything right. We've done everything. 888-589-8840 is the number to call. As our guest professor, uh, Kendra, why don't you go ahead and start us off. Then I'll go. JJ will bring us up, and then we will go to the phone line. Yeah, ladies first. Well, I hope no one has a bone to pick with me, but I have three bone-related questions here. So question number one from some Bible trivia. Whose dead bones brought a man back to life again after his body touched them? Good question. Whose dead bones? Question number two. Which bone are babies born without? There is a bone that babies are born without, human babies. Mm. And question number three, going back to the Bible once again, how many Philistines did Samson kill with a donkey's jawbone? All right. That's and I have three options, too. It's A, 300, B, 1,000, or C, 3,000. Give you a little. Well, That's multiple choice. Multiple so choice. All, of, all your questions are bone-related. Bone-specific right. like today. It. All right, here are my three questions. First, New York City is split into five boroughs. What are they? Hmm. What are the five boroughs of New York City? And once you hear them, they're very usually very well known. Uh, second question, the popular 1960s Western TV series, The Rifleman, my favorite, takes place in the fictional town of North Fork, located in what state? Hmm. The popular 1960s Western TV series, The Rifleman, takes place in the fictional town of North Fork, located in what state? Third question, although many people still believe it, no witches were actually burned at the stake in Salem, Massachusetts. Hmm. Is that true or false? Although many people still believe it, no witches were actually burned at the stake in Salem, Massachusetts. Is that true or false? Here's what I've got. First question, a Bible question. Who was the wife of King Ahab in the Bible? Old Testament Mm -hmm. question. Who was the wife of King Ahab? 
Second question, during the American Civil War, the Battle of Shiloh occurred in which state? During the American Civil War, the Battle of Shiloh occurred in which state? Third question, true or false, in ancient Greece, instead of throwing rice or bird seed, apples were thrown at a newlywed couple. <laughs> Is that true or false? Sounds in, painful. In ancient, in ancient Greece, yeah, and they held off to the, or they were in their 30s or 40s before they got married. They said, Who wants to be uh, plummeted, yeah. plummeted with apples? Here's the question again. In ancient, eat, in, in ancient Greece, instead of throwing rice or bird seed, apples were thrown at a newlywed couple. True or false? Wow. That, that's a great question. All your true and false questions are always... Intricate. Yes, they're all, <laughs> they can always go either way. Yeah. It, it, they're, they're really well-crafted. So, All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. We go first to Texas, and Waylon is on the line. Waylon, welcome to Trivia Friday. Good morning, professors. Well, thank you. Thank you, Waylon. Hi, Waylon. Hi. Ask, answer, or do both, sir? I'll do both. Which one do you want to answer? How many Philistines did Samson kill? Okay. How many Philistines did Samson kill with a donkey's jawbone? Is it A, 300? You are correct. Hey, a wow. thousand Philistines with a donkey's jawbone. And Waylon, you got the mystery First question. First question out of the gate. Right out of the <laughs> gate. Do you do you know what that uh, cowbell means? No, sir. Oh, you. Um, I get a two Friday T-shirt. Yes. Yes, sir. You just yes, won sir. yourself a Learning University T-shirt, Waylon. How cool is that? Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. Hey, Waylon. Uh. uh so stay on the line. I know you probably have a question for us. Stay on the line after we're through, and we will put you on hold. And then Cindy Roberts will get your information, and we'll get this T-shirt right out to you in the mail. How's that sound? Sounds good. All right. What's your question for us? Okay. How many eggs can a sunfish lay? Can a what fish? A sunfish. Sunfish. Okay, that's those. Uh, they're, they're they're huge. I think it's like, isn't that like a, a larger size brim or a little bit bigger bluegill? I think is a sunfish. I I thought <clears> those <throat> sunfish are those humongous ones out in the ocean. But you may I, be right. I don't know. I don't know the answer to the. I'm going to say ten thousand. Yeah, uh, we're, we're going to go. JJ's pretty good at guessing. We'll go with ten thousand. How close are we, Waylon? Not close. Three hundred million. Three hundred million. Now is the sun? Can you imagine is the a, incentive checks coming in for that fish? From the federal here's a, government. Here's a deal. That explains the size of them sunfish orphanages all across the country. You wondered about that thing that looks like a warehouse right around the corner there in your community? It is an orphanage for sunfish babies. Wow. Uh, Waylon, are, are you just uh, interested in fish, or did you just find? How, how did you come up with a question like that? Um. We were doing this school about sea animals. About sea animals? Yeah. Learning I knew there was going to be something fishy about <laughs> how you arrived at that, Waylon. Hey, uh, Waylon, thank you for listening. Stay on the line so they can get your T-shirt size and your address. And way to start us out this morning, say thank you to your family for listening to AFR. Amen.
So Waylon, right out. Of, so all all you folks, you can go now since uh, Waylon won the uh, T-shirt. You can go to resources.afa.net if you would like to buy a T-shirt since the free one has already been distributed. So anyway, congratulations to Waylon. We go next to Texas. Well, we go back to Texas, and Veda is on the line. Veda, am I saying your name correctly? Yes, sir. All right. Well, welcome to Trivia Friday. Would you like to ask, answer, or do both? Do both, please. Hey, All right. Hey, Veda, we just had a 10-year-old boy on. It says here you're a 12-year-old girl, so that's pretty cool that you students are, are being able to represent. Do you want to ask, answer, or do both? Um, do both. Which He's one? actually my brother. Uh, it was your oh, brother. Really? I'm both making okay. it on. Wow. All right. uh, do you uh, – um, uh, do you want to? Uh, which one do you want to answer? Okay, uh, Mrs. White's one about the uh, the man who fell on the bones. Yes, another Bible trivia question: Whose dead bones brought a man back to life again after his body touched them? Elisha's. That is correct. Wow. Done. Great job. Great. Veda, it's good to see you reading your Bible, knowing the Bible stories. Uh, wonderful. Hey, what's your question for us? Okay. The beak sea snake is the most venomous snake in the ocean. 1.5 milligrams of its venom can kill how many men? Should stick with Samson. A thousand, man. <laughs> Jawbone can get a thousand. Wow. I want to say twenty, and I'm just guessing, of course. Or or just one really big guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Somebody I, really big with an attitude. Yeah. Well, I'm go. I'll go with JJ. Twenty. How's twenty? It's eight. 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 Yeah, that's still that, pretty. No, that's scary. No, that venom. If it can only kill eight people, they're not really. <laughs> not they're not giving it poisonous. the old community college try. <laughs> hey, way to go, Veda! And if you got any other family members, <laughs> what are their names so we can kind of be watching here on the roster for when they come up to be on the show? We're that have that is unusual for for two yes. brothers to brother call in. Brother and sister. Oh, brother and sister. That's right. And and to call in. Uh, back to back like that. That's well, right. We're gonna have to polish up on our deep sea knowledge if yes. we get any more. That's right. Hey, right. Uh, thank you again for calling, and thank your family for listening to AFR. Have a great weekend. All right, let's go to Virginia, and Mark is on the line. Mark, welcome to the program. Hello, professors. How are you, Mark? Good. How about you? We're blessed, buddy. Ask, answer, or do both. Both, please. Which one you feel confident about? Uh, I'll try the Rifleman one. All right, here's the question, Mark. The popular 1960s Western TV series The Rifleman takes place in the fictional town of North Fork, located in what state? I think it's Arizona. Uh, no. You, uh, I will say this. You're very close, but uh, that is incorrect. You're helping somebody okay. else figure uh, yeah, that but one. You are <laughs> helping somebody else. Uh, so are you a fan of The Rifleman? Uh, not really. <laughs> okay. Hey, good right. guess, though. At least yeah. he's honest. That's <laughs> right. Mark, what's your question for us? Okay, so which of these three uh, foods is a good snack for a budgerigar? Okay, so is it one, jalapenos, two, chocolate, or three, hot dogs? 
Mark, let me start off by saying we were actually going to name one of our children Budgerigar. <laughs> but we just thought about the nicknames and all the mockery out on the playground, so we just said, no, let's go with something different. Oh, my word. Uh, give us the, give us the uh, thing again. Give us the uh, question. question and the uh, um, things to choose from again. Okay, which of these three uh, foods is a good snack for Budgerigars? Is it one, jalapenos? Two, chocolate, or three, hot dogs. Is so, it, is is that a parakeet? I think it's like yeah. a heffalumpenwoozle in in <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, right? It's like yeah. the third. Well, we all know what chocolate does to a Burgerigar, so we know that's not going to be it. You don't even want to be near one of those things if they've been uh, been going at it on a chocolate chocolate. That's right. Okay, so I so a, a parakeet. Uh, I'm guessing a. A jalapeno would yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, hot dogs can't be good for anybody, no, right? Like, right. They're just not knock down one off the list. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with. I'm going to go with you guys yeah. and just say a uh, jalapeno. It's so yeah. bizarre, it has to be true. Yeah. How about that, Mark? You're correct. Oh. All right. All right. right. And that's what everybody wants. You really want to be trapped in your home on a January morning <laughs> with a par- parakeet that's got out of the cage and he's all hopped up on chocolate jal- jalapeno. Singing a spicy <laughs> jalapeno. Yeah, a little beak on fire. That's that's what everybody wants. That's a that's what you want to add to cabin fever. Yes. Somebody left the gate open, parakeets out again. Oh and word. he is not happy. Not Are happy. You? And he's looking for water. <laughs> uh, Mark, have a good weekend, buddy. Take care of those parakeets. Uh, yeah, and I guess it would have to. It can't be those pickled uh, jalapenos. Probably the uh, just straight out of the ground. Yeah, the the pepper there. Hey, so. y'all keep going because I'm writing some lyrics to a country song, <laughs> even as you speak. Oh man, can't be those pickled. Uh, pickled pickled uh, peppers. Uh, pickled, yeah, pickled peppers. Can't be a peck of those pickled jalapeno peppers. Not, not for my parakeet. No. <laughs> pickled, <laughs> pickled peppers for the parakeet. <laughs> you can say that to, to a peck of pickled peppers for a parakeet. All right, we're back to Texas. What is it about Texas today? Abraham is on the line. Abraham, welcome to Trivia Friday. Good morning, professors. How are y'all doing? We're good doing morning. good, Abe. How about you? Pretty good. Well, first, I just want to say that the two callers, other callers from Texas, Waylon and Veda, are my next-door neighbors. No. No, you're what? messing up. No, yeah, 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 are you're, you kidding, Abraham? I'm not kidding. What? <laughs> this is a, you talk about it's a, a trivia Friday miracle. theory. <laughs> yeah. How many ballots? Hat a right here. Miracle. Abraham, be honest. How many boxes of ballots do you have there in your home <laughs> that would have gone to Trump instead of Biden? <laughs> They're, I'm going to go full-on conspiracy theory. You guys are, are networking deep. here. They're deep. Hey, uh, ask, answer, or do both, buddy? Both. Which one you want to answer? Uh, about the apples, throwing them at the wedding. This is true or false. Here's the question, Abraham. In ancient Greece, instead of throwing rice or bird seed, apples were thrown at a newlywed couple. Is that true or false? I'm going to say that's true. Abraham, that is 100% true. Really? Not, apples. Not only, not only that, if you threw an apple, let me, I've got it written down here. Uh, in ancient Greece, throwing an apple at someone was a sign of love and admiration. <laughs> the proposal, you threw an apple at a girl, and if she <laughs> caught it, that meant she accepted. So, 
Man, if you had somebody that just was not good at pitch and catch, oh, no. you don't know that you've gone your whole life, you know, with how the, many apples do you have to go through to the right. klutzy girl? And, but, and then they throw apples. Whose crazy idea was that? Ah. That's why you didn't invite a lot of people to the reception yeah. uh, in ancient Greece because yeah. you say, you know, who wants to be bludgeoned? Yeah, because oh, you, you could be, you could be bludgeoned. But if, if if everyone's throwing apples, everybody's throwing apples, and they even said, "I know I'm giving you more information than you need," but because of all this mm-hmm. going on, the the newlywed couple they actually ate an apple on their mm. wedding night just because apples were so tied to love. Oh my oh. word! Through throughout the whole proposal and wedding and everything, so who knew? Who who would think it, that anybody in their right mind would think it's a good idea? To hurl apples at yeah. somebody when they're heading out of the church yeah. trying to get to the limousine. Yeah, the getaway enough. vehicle would have been a lot slower in ancient <laughs> Greece, too. Your horse is eating the apples while you're getting pelted. Go! Come on! Yeah. It's bad enough getting pelted by rice or, or birdseed, but yeah. apples. Right. Well, then well, again, whatever happened to the ancient Greeks? That right, may be that's right. Well, now, so, so we're glad we've gone to blowing bubbles now. Yeah. You know, th- Much safer. Kinder and gentler. Yeah, Abraham, uh, you got it right. What's your question for us? Okay, a bald eagle nest can weigh up to 60 pounds, 600 pounds, or 6,000 pounds. Ooh. Wow. Okay, we're going to talk amongst ourselves, uh, Abraham, so hang on a second. So 60, 600, or 6,000, right? 60 seems like a lot to me. It I does, mean, but that, I'll bet it's... I'll, you think that, it's 600? That's probably not that all that big for a, an eagle. They're pretty, so I'm, I would say 600, maybe. I mean, what are their Is nests that, made crazy. out of? It's just regular nesting materials, right? I mean... While you guys are trying to guess, I want to say that a bald eagle... Is one of the tastiest animals. Oh, you it, no, be it, t- it tastes like a spotted owl. I'm speaking for a friend. And if you a have, friend told you, a friend said that one of the tastiest things you can eat is a, a bald eagle. It oh, just tastes word. so much like a spotted owl. But what's your what's your guess? I'm just going to jump in there with you guys. I'm just going to say 600 because 60 does sound a lot yeah. like a lot, but an eagle probably weighs a pretty good bit. Sure. So I don't think it's 6,000. No way. That, so I'm going to go and split the difference and go with 600. 600. I'm, I'm with you. That's I'm our gonna... guess, Abraham. It is 6,000. 6,000 pounds? Wow. That dude's gathering up eagle. firewood. <laughs> <laughs> Where do they nest? Up in the craggy parts of the mountains. Oh, and word. Uh, well, I guess they must... In- up in trees. In trees. The nest was found in Florida, uh, up in trees, and uh, they the trees will sometimes, because of all the weight, they'll fall over in storms because they're top My heavy. My word. 6,000 pounds. So, obviously, Abraham, and I'm asking you this because it sounds like you probably have an interest in this and have studied it. So, they must not, like, build new nests every spring. This is just the same nest. They stay there and they add to it every year. Is that what happens? I honestly do not know. Real estate I, agent I, eagles must yeah, be like, right. you know, that's right. have a big game. And I have heard that that uh, eagles mate for life, oh, yeah. and okay. the the dad and the mom both care for the baby. So it's you know no surprise that God uses the eagles oftentimes mm-hmm. throughout Scripture. Uh, Good illustration. A cool creature that He made there. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, thanks Abraham. So many people try for years to get on. And here are a couple <laughs> brothers and sisters, next door neighbor, 
a horse you rode in on, everybody on their whole Drive block. Drive to Texas ah, and you, it'll increase your chances. Yeah, you want to call, just call. Look, here are our other neighbor. I mean, this, what's the, what is the, who can't get on? You can it's, get on anytime you want. Just it's call not the hard. Number. It's not hard. It's funny. All right, you're listening to Trivia Friday. Ed Vitagliano, J.J. Jasper, and Kendra White are your professors. When we come back, we will reset our questions and go back to the phones. The number to call if you want to be on the show is 888-589-8840. We'll take a short break and be back with more of Trivia Friday. They should face some sort of consequences. At the very least, what you put on there should be true. And if it's not true, then it should be actionable. Major social media outlets are finding ways to block the conservative evangelical viewpoint. The American Family Association will no longer be canceled. Announcing AFA Streaming, our own video streaming platform, which will allow access to all AFA video content. AFA Streaming is now available. Learn more at AFA.net. How does preborn compete with Planned Parenthood? Preborn centers are located in the highest abortion cities in the U.S. that account for 52% of abortions nationwide. Day after day, week in and week out, preborn is there, providing hope, love, free ultrasounds, and the message of Jesus Christ. Here's Dan Steiner, president of Preborn. We are making tremendous inroads. We're there not to generate a dollar like Planned Parenthood, but rather to care for these women. While Preborn receives no government funding, Planned Parenthood is granted hundreds of millions of dollars each year by our government. Would you join American Family Radio and Preborn this week as we rescue 3,000 babies? One ultrasound session costs $28, and $140 will sponsor five ultrasounds. Call now at 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396. Or donate at AFR.net. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. At Liberty University, we're proud to support those who serve and protect us every day, like first responders and past and present military members and their spouses. As thanks for your service, we offer special tuition rates and discounts. You'll also find deployment-friendly classes and degrees tailored to your specific interests and career goals. Learn how Liberty designs degrees just for you by texting DEGREE to 49595. That's DEGREE to 49595. Jesse Hamilton prepared meals for the men of Phi Gamma Delta for about 14 years. Her presence at Louisiana State University was life-changing for many of the fraternity brothers. She eventually went on to other jobs in life, cleaning and cooking, still hard at work, even at the age of 74. Andrew Fusiati was one of the young men who ate her cooking back in the day. And when he found out Mrs. Hamilton was still on the job, he just knew an intervention was in order. So he contacted a few of his fraternity brothers, and they decided decided to pay off Mrs. Hamilton's mortgage. And on her 74th birthday, they surprised her with a catered meal and a great big check, totaling more than $50,000. All those attending were given t-shirts proclaiming Jesse Hamilton Day and hankies as well to wipe away the tears. It was an emotional scene, those grown men taking care of a sweet lady who made sure they had a home-cooked meal. I'm Todd Starnes. Be silent before me so that I may speak. Then let come upon me what may. Why should I take my flesh in my teeth and put my life in my hands? Though he slay me, I will hope in him. Job 13, 13 through 15. American Family Radio. 
And that is the theme song to The Rifleman, uh, my favorite Western television series of all time. I am such a nerd. I have that on my iPod. Uh, I thought the, it was going to be your ringtone song. when your wife calls you. Ah, you know. uh, <laughs> no, no, that's that that's taking nerd nerdiness to a whole other <laughs> level. But uh, I do like that show. It's got good good lessons, good uh, family values, except for the part where the main character shoots somebody dead in the street. But they're always bad guys. <laughs> aside from that, yeah, from they're that. always bad guys. So, all right, welcome back to Trivia Friday, also known as Learning University. University. Learning University is back on the air. Ed Vitagliano, J.J. Jasper, Kendra White, our visiting professor. And uh, what we're going to do, by the way, if you want to call and get on the program, it's 888-589-8840. It is not a requirement that you are from Texas. No, that's true. (laughs) And we do have some other folks lined up who are not from Texas. We do ask if you have called and gotten on the show with us in the last two months, please wait a week so we can allow other people from Texas to get on (laughs) on the program. All right, let's go ahead and reset our questions. Kendra, lead us off. Okay, one remaining boneheaded question. So about bones, which bone are babies born without? Which bone are babies born without? And adding two new questions to the mix, which European country eats the most chocolate per capita? Ooh. And what is the name of the only mammal that is unable to jump? The only mammal that cannot jump. Okay. All right. Oh, thanks a lot. I was not enough that he can't dunk the ball. <laughs> yeah. You just got to shine a jump. spotlight. That he, he Weaknesses. Can't, can't jump. Well, I, I'm I'm one I'm one of those mammals, but uh, you're talking about a type of mammal. Okay. Uh, all right, here are my three questions. My original questions have... Got, I've uh, seen the movie White Mammal Can't Jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. White Mammal Can't Jump. Uh, that's a fist bump right there. Good one. All right, uh, here's, here are my three questions. New York City is split into five boroughs. What are they? Second question, the popular 1960s Western TV series The Rifleman takes place in the fictional town of North Fork, located in what state? One of the uh, callers answered Arizona. That is not correct, but it does narrow it down a little bit. Third question for me, although many people still believe it, no witches were actually burned at the Mm. stake in Salem, Massachusetts. Is that true or false? Here's my question. Start off with an Old Testament question. Who was the wife of King Ahab? Very, very famous lady in the Bible. By the way, her husband, he uh, Ahab, he was the one who hunted the white whale, right? The one that went after Moby Dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it all sort of blends together. Yes. Uh, let, let's see. What was it? It was uh, uh, Jonah in his coat of many colors while he was building the ark. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm tracking with you. So here's the question. Uh, who was the wife of King Ahab in the Old Testament? Second question, during the Civil War, the Battle of Shiloh occurred in which state? The Battle of Shiloh occurred in which state? And I did not realize there were more casualties in that battle than all of the previous battles combined. Really? Up to that point. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Big Civil War battle, Shiloh. Which (laughs) state was that that battle? Hmm. I'll add a new one. Uh, those of you that love candy, like all the rest of us, you're going to have to think back for when, you, for when you were eating Skittles. Because here's my question. 
What year were Skittles candy first sold in the U.S.? Multiple mm. choice. Was it 1964, 1974, or 1984? So you think about being on the playground, you and your buddies, your friends, when you're eating Skittles. When when did that first start? Huh. Good question. What year Very were Skittles candy first introduced, first sold in the U.S.? 1964, 1974, mm. or 1984? I, I I wouldn't know. My my mom wouldn't give us candy. She gave us jalapenos. <laughs> it's kind of a pretty pretty tough upbringing. But I thanked her for it later. It made me a better person. All right, let's let's go to Kansas. Take that, Texas. Kurt is on the line. Kurt, welcome to Trivia Friday. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing? We're doing Good great, morning. Kurt. I'm thinking about running for governor. In Kansas, what part of Kansas are you from? So I can make sure and try to solicit your vote. I'm calling from the capital. Topeka. 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 Good. That's a good area. Hey, ask, answer, or do both, sir. I'm going to do both. Which one you feel good about? Uh, I'm going to try the rifleman. All right. Uh, Kurt, here's the question. The popular 1960s Western TV series, The Rifleman, takes place in the fictional town of North Fork, located in what state? Nevada? No, no. It's, uh, You're that, honing that, in on it. Yes, huh? it's <laughs> that's right. the, uh, the, the circle is getting smaller, but that's a good, so good guess, not, but incorrect. Uh, earlier, a, a caller said Arizona, right. so it's not Arizona, and now Kurt helped the next person. Yep. By saying Nevada, so yeah. we're, we're getting it narrowed we're, down. We're narrowing it down. Good guess, Kurt. What's your question for us? Okay. The TV show All in the Family, Carol O'Connor, the one that played Archie, was the second choice to play Archie. Who was the – who originally did they want to get to play Archie? So, Kurt, what we're, actor? We're, we're taking people back to the – uh, 1970s, I guess, where you had Archie calling his son-in-law Meathead. Yeah. You had his wife saying, Archie, Archie. <laughs> and she played that little thing, that little ditty on the piano, uh, all in the family. Yeah, and he called her a dingbat. I mean, it was very disrespectful well, in they, a lot of ways. They, there was no sacred cow. They just, right. they just wrote. Uh, racial injustice, women's lib. They got everything they could out yeah. there on the table in terms of the, the script. It really was an avant-garde TV show culture-wise. Yeah. But who was the first? I've pick? I've read this at some point before, but I I have completely forgotten it. I I, I obviously he's he is Archie Bunker now, but they had. They did have a, a, a first choice. I just don't remember who it was. Yeah, I think it was Clint Eastwood. The real question is, while you were sitting there watching this, did you have Skittles in your hand? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. That, yeah. Would it have been possible? And, and, yeah. and would it would, would it have sounded right to say to Meathead, go ahead, make my day. Make my day, Meathead. Yeah. I, well, clearly, you, clearly we don't know. Kurt, what's the answer? Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. 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 Same kind yeah. of character. He was he was pretty verbally abusive. My wife doesn't to this day does not like to watch the honeymooners because he was always oh. telling his wife, 
you know, one more time. I'm going to knock you to the I'm moon. I'm going to knock you yeah, to the moon. My wife says that. That's yeah. You, you got away with those kind of things in the 50s, but right. uh, thankfully we're not there. But <laughs> yeah, but anyway, Kurt. I think it's I think it's a funny show. But guess how often I get to watch it, yeah. right, Kurt? <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, <laughs> thanks, Kurt. Thanks for listening there. And right, Topeka. God bless y'all. God All bless right, you, thank buddy. You. All right. right. All right. Where do we go next, uh, uh, Professor White? Let's head over to Michigan and meet Debbie. Hey, Debbie, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hi, how are you? Wonderful. Is this your first time calling? No, this is my second time. The last time I called in, I got a lot of laughs with the question I asked. So oh. I asked now you got me curious, time. Debbie. What was the question you asked last time? The magic capital of Michigan being in Colon, Michigan. Oh, oh. Colon, Michigan. I can understand where the laughs Colon, came from. Michigan. Yeah. I think they scheduled me some kind of procedure uh, along that whole uh, – never mind. Yeah. Debbie, never mind. This is That's it. probably where, where the discussion went to I'm last sure. time. You can imagine. Debbie, welcome uh, back. Yeah. Ask, answer, or do both. I would like to do both, please. All right. Which, which question do you feel confident about? The rifleman. All right. Well, wow. good. Hey, all right. Here's a lot the, of lot of nibbles on that. Yeah. Here's the question, uh, Debbie. The popular 1960s Western TV series The Rifleman takes place in the fictional town of North Fork, located in what state? New Mexico. New Mexico is Nicely done. Nicely done. Uh, you know, I uh, love that show. I do too. I, I just started kind of watching it again because they're just. Hardly anything Where do you to watch. Find it? Because I'd like Amazon to... Prime. Okay, mm-hmm. you get all, this, all right. the whole season. But it was funny because the little description pops up, and I just started back watching it here in the last week or so, and it says New Mexico. I always assumed it was Texas, right? Because so much of those westerns take you place. You think there. western? You think Texas? Yeah. So Debbie, did you know that, or did you have to look it up because all the other callers? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know it for sure, but I looked it up. But yeah. I loved watching that show when I was growing up. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, One of I, my favorite shows. I haven't Long grown up because I'm watching it again. Yeah, the, the morals, I want to go see some yeah. more episodes. You know, it's, you like to see the good guy win, and they always uh, got him in trouble. They got yeah. tied up. They got, uh, you know, their wheel fell off their wagon, and it would get very, very mm-hmm. bleak. And then the bad guy would almost look like they were going to be victorious until some way, somehow, somebody threw him that rifle. That rifle. That rifle then it was, <laughs> well, the second, over. The then second, it was Katie bar the door. The second episode I watched, his son was complaining about how things, how bad things were going, and his dad preaches a sermon about Job. Really? Right there on, te- on, the, on the show. Wow. I believe it. So, uh, yeah, good anyway, values. I, I like will say Andy, this. Like uh, you know, Andy Griffin. I think he made a guest appearance once. I think Barney, he and Barney came rolling up there in the car, and they all got <laughs> together and tried to, wait, I might have dreamed that. <laughs> Debbie, I, I will say this to my embarrassment and my wife's embarrassment. When I started back watching this, I told her, I said, I was just watching on my little iPad, so she didn't know what I was watching. But I said, I'm watching The Rifleman. I said, so for the next couple of weeks, you're going to have to deal with Chuck Connors walking around the house because it just makes you want, it just makes you want to be macho. It gives you, you know? a swagger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Debbie, ask Are you it. tall? What, what now? Are you tall? Uh, I'm, really I'm, tall? I'm six foot. He was six four or so. Yeah, he was he was okay. very tall. He's a basketball player, baseball player, 
I think a professional water skier and an yeah. actor. Yeah. So yeah, some some of us have a little bit of talent. The others, <laughs> but that's just that's not equity. No, that's not. That should have been banned. Debbie, what's your question for us? How much does the world's largest pure copper nugget weigh? Or you can tell me where it was found. Well, what's so funny about that, Debbie? You said your last question was funny about colon. Well, this is this funny. Well, this, well, I thought I'd take you to the other part of the state. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. All right, so ask the that again. The world's largest copper nugget. Well, it's in Michigan. Pure <laughs> copper nugget. Pure copper pure nugget. Copper. Yeah. And so wh what are you asking us? Where is it? How much does it weigh? Oh, how much does it weigh? Or else you can tell me where it was found. It weighed 214 pounds. Wow, you sound like you... No. Okay. Just, no, that's, <laughs> but you, you were confident when you That's guessed. right. It's confidence. So confident we're going to go with you. No, I'm just throwing something crazy out there. This is how people get suckered into giving their social security number. Because <laughs> <laughs> that sounded, the person on the that other sounded end. so... I was, you just... Just reeled me in. I'm going with JJ. Debbie, I'm going to need to know the name of your uh, your mother's maiden name, and I'm going to need to know the first pet you own before we can finish out this uh, survey here. Uh, I think I, I I have no clue. I'll well, go with, we know I'm, we no, we know it was discovered in Michigan. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kendra's onto something there. 214 pounds, Debbie. Three thousand seven hundred and eight pounds. Goodness. Wow. Okay. Close only counts yes. in horseshoes, hand grenades, and nuclear war. Yeah. That's so right. uh, that was. I was. They wasn't find even it in close. an eagle's nest. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Debbie. That now that is a that is a great question. That's a whole lot of pennies. Yeah. <laughs> so, Debbie, let me just ask you re really quickly, and then we'll let you go. But. Uh, do you have an interest in minerals, or is this just something you found and decided to, to ask? Yeah, give us some backstory. Well, I'd like to, my husband and I go to some of the different mines up in the UP, and uh, some of them are copper mines, and we like going to them. And I just found this kind of interesting because they have a couple of them in Houghton at uh, um, the Houghton Hancock up there in, in one of the copper mines. And I thought that was the world's largest because it was big. But this was like three feet, eight inches long. And it was wow. found in 1766 in the Ontonagon River. Wow. wow. That's incredible. That is so interesting. Hey, Debbie, I was in Kansas recently. And, I, no and one, of the few, <laughs> one of the few salt mines, and I got to go down a shaft 600 and some odd feet down into the earth to this it's an active salt mine. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so that was pretty cool. And mm. then while you were talking about the copper thing, it made me think about in Arkansas, one of our callers a while back said that there's a diamond mine, a for real diamond mine in Arkansas. And tourists mm. can go and you can pay a little something and go out there and have your little, little pan and a little yeah. shovel and look for diamonds. And they oh, cool. people have found diamonds, large diamonds right there in that little place. I forget huh. the the name of where that is. So that that's where wow. pays for itself if you're lucky. Huh? Yeah. What an interesting and wonderful country we live in. Yes. Oh. All right, Debbie, yeah. thank you so much. God bless you and have a great weekend. Okay. All right. Let's move on to Louisiana to David. David, welcome to Trivia Friday. Yes. Would you like to ask, answer, or do both? Just ask because I don't think I can answer the rest of them. Okay. Well, what's your question for us? Okay, I'm just going to say that I am a ham radio operator. Oh, okay. 
So if y'all know what that is, I'm not sure. Yes, we do. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we still use Morse code, even though it's not required, but okay. a lot of us, the thousands of us still do. But it's commonly referred to as CW. What did the CW stand for? Mm. JJ, uh, okay. you're our only hope here. Yeah. Okay, now, us, I'm not going to um, be able to answer your question, but I, I am going to try to dazzle you with a <laughs> little bit of the, side knowledge. Uh, ham radio mm. came because they were banging their fist on the thing with the dashes and the dots with Morse code, and they were banging their fist, and they started calling, you ham-fisted guys that are signaling to each other, and that's actually where ham radio came from. Are you serious? I'm serious. Really? Ham-fisted. And, uh, and, ham, of okay. And, and, if, and uh, <laughs> no, no, you can look that up. That's, yeah. that's accurate, David. And then, of course, you had the dots and the dashes, and to this day, you know, ham radio, you know, started out, telegraph, all the thing. And then they sort of wane. But to this day, you have no better friend during an emergency, hurricane, mm -hmm. tornado, and all the lines are down, all the communications are broken. All the first responders and emergency personnel, government, they go to, to guys like David because they mm. know they're up and running and they can communicate. Wow. So they're vital and necessary today. Usually in extreme emergencies. Isn't that right, David? Uh, absolutely. Yes, sir. Wow. So I, I, I don't know, know the that. answer, but at least I wanted you to know I care about uh, <laughs> what, what you do. I'm dazzled. Well, well, you, well you, guys you. Are, you guys are a very, very cool. It's more than a hobby. They really are it, an integral. It's a hobby, but it is. Yes, exactly. Integral mm. wow. part of emergency management when, when the case presents itself. Oh. Yeah. But what's, what's the answer to, to your question? We don't know. It's continuous wave. I was thinking most people most people say code word, but it's it's continuous wave. Continuous wave. All right, man, you've yeah. learned something today. <laughs> Thank sure you. Have. And look up <laughs> ham fisted radio because you're going to want to tell the rest of your, I am your ham I operator will. guys how the name came about. Hey, thank you, David. All right, uh, let's go ahead and reset our questions, and then we'll go back to the phones. Okay, question number one. Which bone are babies born without? Question two. Which European country eats the most chocolate per capita? And question number three. What is the name of the only mammal that is unable to jump? Okay. I can think we of know what color the mammal <laughs> is. We just don't know the name of it. <laughs> okay. All right, let's not let's not go over that clip. <laughs> All right, here are my questions. I'll have to add one. New York City is split into five boroughs. What are they? What's the name of the five boroughs of New York City? Second question, although many people still believe it, no witches were actually burned at the stake in Salem, Massachusetts. But is that true or false? And third question, what is the capital of Taiwan? What is the capital of mm. Taiwan? Here's right. what I've got. First question, Bible question. Who was the wife of King Ahab in the Bible? Uh, this is a very, very familiar woman in the Bible. I'm surprised that question's still in the game. Really? Now, albeit wicked woman. Yes. Mm. Uh, who was the wife of King Ahab in the Bible? Second question. During the Civil War, the Battle of Shiloh occurred in which state? You know, you've got Gettysburg and Vicksburg and all those famous battles. Where did Shiloh, which state did Shiloh occur? Third question, 
uh, multiple choice. What year were Skittles candy first sold in the U.S.? Was it 1964, 1974, or C, 1984? Great questions. All right. Where do we go next, Kendra? Let's go to Oklahoma, where the wind blows, um, <laughs> to Eric. Eric, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hi. How are you guys doing? Doing great. We're great staying to have warm, you Eric. I bet. I can't say the same. Well, would you like to ask, answer, or do both? I'd like to do both, please. Okay. Which question do you think you know the answer to? The jumping mammal. Oh, okay, great. So what is the name of the only mammal that is unable to jump? I want to go with elephant. You would be correct. Elephant. <laughs> kind of makes sense when you think yes. about it, huh? Right. <laughs> They're so heavy. Or a rhino. Yeah, rhino, they they move fast. But, yeah, um, elephants have enormous, obviously, weight, uh, weak leg muscles, and inflexible ankles. <laughs> so do not ask them to jump. They will not say how high. <laughs> or, or when do I come down. Yeah. Right. Eric, hey. what's your question for us? Good, good answer there. Uh, what is the highest hill in the world? The highest. Where is it located? The highest hill in the world. I'm going to jump in front of these other professors. Yeah, it is in Poto, Oklahoma, and it is just a sliver smaller than, than a mountain, a mountain mm. than the smallest oh. mountain. So you've got the requirements of how much is a mountain, and and the hill in Poto, Oklahoma, is just barely under that, and it is the highest mountain, highest hill. In the United States of America, uh, is that this, a, a the highest in the world, though? Too? Yep, it, it's a it's a foot shy of being a mountain. Yes, Poto, okay. Oklahoma. Isn't yeah. that is that the right answer, Eric? Yes, sir. All right, <laughs> excellent job, JJ. But here's my question. Okay, so could they literally just you know bring I'm a dump, the same dump truck up a, to the a top? There's, there's a, a movie about that. I yeah, forget I think what it is, yeah, but they the hill that became a mountain yes, or something. It was in England or yeah. place. So you literally could go and dump some dirt up there and make it a mountain, right? It would. But that's not a hill to die well, on. Maybe, no. I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll do that next week, and then I'll call back and ask you what the smallest mountain is. Yes. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, you'll have being to wait the, eight weeks, but then you can ask. Be in the record books <laughs> twice. Yeah, right. You know, give the tourists. mountain and yeah, the... That's right. JJ, how do you know that? You know, this is a, a little bit of a chagrin thing, because every time this happens, I'm as surprised as anybody. I go home, and my wife says, I send you to the store for milk and bread, yeah. and you only come back for one, and you knew what the world's highest hill was. You know, she said, how do you explain yourself? So it kind of works Good against word. you, doesn't it? It works against me. Well, that, I, we, I'm we guessing have a, you went, you we, went there to speak. I've, yeah, I've been there a couple of times to speak, and I'm always fascinated about the different nuances yeah. of the mm. uh, towns where we have listeners. We have a station in Poto, Oklahoma. Mm. Been there a couple of times, and you can see the – the hill up there and they've got the the big thing you know saying t telling about it and both times i said okay yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead as soon as i'm through or the next morning before i go back to the airport i'm gonna drive up there to see it and yeah. I've, I've yet to do that but i'm gonna wow. i'm gonna do it eric i'm gonna get up there and get my picture taken by the big sign of the yep. world's small uh largest hill I'm all right so your map where you scratch off about Seven minutes to get up to the top. It's Seven well worth minutes. it. That, okay. that, yeah, I, well, I need to do that. Well, then I'm going to just tell the folks, the good folks in Poto, Oklahoma, why don't you have J.J. Jasper come and speak come at back. your event 
so he can or at speak at your church or whatever so he can make it up to the top of that hill so the, the ladies at the last pregnancy resource center banquet that they invited me back a second time and we had breakfast the next day before i headed out of town and they said do you want to do that i said absolutely and then we just kept laughing and enjoying breakfast and it never went did. on into mid-morning and then we just it never did happen all yeah. right but some great, some great folks <laughs> there, there Poto. and then don't Feed him breakfast. Just let him go up to the top of the hill. We can have donuts at the top of the hill there. Make history. Get our get some selfies. Hey, Eric, thank you so much for listening to AFR. God bless you. Stay warm there, buddy. All right. We're heading back to Michigan. Do we yeah, have time let's, for another yeah, caller? Yeah, let's, let's try to fit, uh, fit her in. Okay. Hey, Joyce, welcome to Trivia Friday. Would you like to Hi. ask, answer, or do both? Both. I was going to answer a couple of them. The wedding with apples and that the ammo couldn't jump. But anyway, hey I'm Joyce, did you I, Joyce? Did you know the question about the apples? I was going to guess. Impressive. Yeah, that's good. Impressive. That's crazy though, huh? That they throw apples at people. Bobbing for apples yeah. is one thing, <laughs> but ducking for, for dodging uh, duck, yeah. dodging <laughs> apples on your uh, leaving the church. Well, Joyce, which one do you want to try to go ahead and answer? Yeah, I'll just guess on the Skittles. Oh. Here's the question. What year were Skittles candy first sold in the U.S.? A, 1964, B, 1974, or C, 1984? Um, let's see, the one in the middle, what was it, 74? Yes, ma'am. It was 1974. Right. Wow. Good guess, yeah. Joyce. Excellent. Do you have question. a quick question for us? <laughs> Yeah, uh, well, this is Bible question. Um, with, the, with the Gospels, which Gospel um, records 20 miracles and there's only six in the other one? Hey, Joyce, 20... Joyce, ha- hang on one second. Can you stay with us? We're going to take a five-minute break for the news. Can you hang around with us so we don't rush your question? Okay. Okay. Thank you, Thank Joyce. You. All right, five-minute break for news. Folks, you're listening to Trivia Friday on the American Family Radio Network. Please don't go away. Come back. We will return in five. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.